Do not confuse this with treatment or mental health advice or direction. Nothing on this podcast is made to supplement or supersede the relationship and direction of your mental health caretakers. Although David Koslowski is a licensed marriage and family therapist, he is not functioning as a certified mental health professional in this environment. And same applies to any professional who may appear on the Light the Fight podcast. Welcome to the OG Therapy. How can I interact with a parent that never respects my boundaries or listens to me? Very good question. Now, my little disclaimer statement here, I'm going to say that I'm going to give the benefit of the doubt to all the parents of you guys out here in the room. I'm not trying to demonize any parents. I'm not trying to say that parents are bad. But this is a very good question because you know what parents are? They're people too. Mm-hmm. Right? Any of you guys ever hear your parents say, hey, I'm just trying to figure this out. Like, I, you know, parenting don't come like with a handbook. You don't have to like take a test before you become a parent. Right? It might be a good idea though, but like, you know, there's, there's like nothing that you have to like, you just kind of have to figure it out as you're going on. But some parents, usually if they have a difficulty with boundaries, that means they have some sort of fears, some sort of worries or something from their past that's lurking. And I'm assuming you don't have to show hands, but I'm assuming you guys know a little bit about your parents' background. Some of them may have been through some pretty bad traumas. Mm-hmm. I know uh, some parents that have lost kids, like the, the kids have passed away and died. So some of those parents, they freak out in some situations that they don't know where you're at. That's true. They, they, they feel like something's off. Or if your parent, let's say, has anyone here ever made a mistake like two years ago and your parent acts like it was two days ago? Raise your hand. <laughs> and you're like, dang, that was two years ago. Well, it could happen again, right? <laughs> well, again, parents aren't sitting there trying to hold this. Most parents I talk to, they're reasonable people. They're not trying to like say you're going to do it again. Right. Their fear is that they go in your pain with you. So if you're going through something difficult, they go in it with you. So how you deal with boundaries with parents is this is a cool little Jedi mind trick. You guys wanna learn a little Jedi mind trick? By the way, if you go to the podcast, you learn lots of Jedi mind tricks for parents, okay? So if your parents have a hard time, they're overstepping boundaries, they're constantly, if they're a a perpetual line stepper, they're stepping over the line all the time, right? You're like, okay, mom, you know, I'm gonna go in here and do my homework. And every three minutes, like, are you doing your homework? Are you working on your homework? Is your homework done? Are you okay? Don't you wanna go to Harvard? You can't go to Harvard, you don't have a 4.0. It's like, I get it, I get it, I get it, right? (laughs) I get it, okay? If you got one of those type of parents, you go to your parents. You don't wait for them to come to you. So here's a little trick. Sometimes the best defense is a really good offense. So when things are mellow in your house, when no one else is around, you don't do this in front of other people because it can be embarrassing or you could seem like you're calling your parent out. You go to your parent 101, you start out with a compliment. It's called connection before concern. Let's say, let's, don't mean to pick on moms. Well, let's say mom's in your business all the time, wants to know what's going on with your friends, your homework. And you know she means well, but it's a little much, right? You go to your mom, she's, let's say she's just chilling, hanging out. You go, hey mom, uh, can I talk to you for a second? So, yeah. I just want to tell you, I know my life's been so busy and we've been so busy and I probably don't tell you this enough, but I really appreciate you doing this, this, and that for me. Like some, like some legitimate things your mom went out of her way to do. And then you can follow up with saying, after, that's the connection. So you connect with her, say some good things. Then after you say, and now if you wouldn't mind, I just want to tell you something that I've been thinking about lately, but I didn't want to come off as like, I'm disrespectful or I don't appreciate you, everything you do for me. But lately I've been noticing that You've been really getting on my homework a lot on me. And I just want to tell you, I appreciate it. And I'm a whole lot closer to being an adult than I am to being in diapers. If you give me the chance to fail and not do my homework, I'm going to learn that lesson now. 
I think I could do it, but you're right. I may not do my homework on time and I'm, my grades may suffer. I know it hurts you to see my dreams fall apart, but I need to figure this out because if I'm a whole lot close to being 18 and being in diapers, you know what that means? That means that I got to figure this out because in a short period of time, I'm going to be on my own and you can't call and wake me up for school in the morning. You can't wake me up for my job. So when you say it that way, you're not saying it in a disrespectful way, like I'm a lot, I'm, you know, like you're flexing on them. You're saying like, I've got to learn this on my own. So thank you for really being there for me. But now I got to learn to do this on my own. So it's probably better that I either fail at something on my own and learn from that, or I succeed because I did it. Right. Thank you for everything you've done, but I, I got to start taking the reins of my life a little bit. Right. Kay, what do you think about that? No, nah, that just reminds me of a story. You know, when I was growing up in regards to um, the recruiting process, you know, I'm from uh, Southern California. I know I had high level spoke about my mother, but my mother had lupus, which is a chronic disease, which means that there's no cure for it. And also in addition, it's an autoimmune disease, meaning that your immune system that's supposed to be protecting you like against the colds, flus, COVID, so forth, right? Your, your insides is fighting, fighting against yourself. And so my mother for a long time, being a single parent, she didn't want to see her baby boy go, meaning me, right? And so when these offers started to come in that is out of state, she overstepped her boundaries. It's like, no, I do not want you to go out of California. But that was her way of protecting not only her boy, but herself too, because the, the apprehension or the emotional response of being an empty nester or not having that somebody there. And in order for someone with a large apprehension, meaning the feel of worrisome of future events, you have to bring in comprehension to them and help them understand that, hey, this is gonna be the best situation for us. And you gotta break the large picture down into manageable steps so that they can see it, right? And so that's, that's what happened for me, especially when my, mom, my mother wanted to protect me so bad. I remember my, my wide receiver coach, Aaron Rodrick, when I committed to him at the age of 16, I said, I'm in. My mother called Coach Roger and was like, hey, how dare you take a commitment from a 16-year-old? I'm like, mom, chill, you trying to get my scholarship removed or something? But, but like, she, that was just her protectiveness in her because she didn't want to see her baby boy, baby boy go. So long story short, in order to remove the apprehension, you have to break it down to your, 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 your parents, like, you know, cause was saying, right? Show them the big picture, right? Negotiation and show them like the manageable steps and how and what it's going to get accomplished by you doing it and how they can help you accordingly. Yeah. And remember the trick is connection before concern. So everything you said, you got to address connection with them. You know what some teenagers do in this work, especially for some of you guys, you don't do this as much anymore because you're teenagers. But if you go up to your parent, put your arm around them, like, come on, dad, come on. Like, you know, like mom, like I, I appreciate you doing this for me. I love you. And like, I'm getting older now. Like I can do this on my own. <laughs> if you come at them with that smooth, like lovey, like kind of bat your eyes a little bit and take it really easy and give them compliments about, you know, they're just trying to help you and then remind them that the concern is that you got to learn to help yourself. Mm -hmm. That helps with parents that have a hard time overstepping boundaries. Cause like Kenneth said, your parents are just scared that you're going to have some sort of hurt and pain that they could have protected you from. Anyone here have protective parents? Raise your hand if you got low-key protective parents. <laughs> They're trying to protect you from a lot of stuff. Hey, you know what? That means you're good parents. And one little, only use this next statement. Only use this for special occasions, right? You don't, you don't, you don't want to use this too often. But here's one that's worked for a lot of teenagers. In fact, the teenager told me that they did this one time, so I tell other teenagers. The teenager said, Mom, do you want me to be better than you? 
And the mom said, well, of course, sweetheart. That's why I do everything. Do you want me to be better than you? Like, do you want me to be more successful in life? Or do you want me to be just like you? And she goes, I want you to be better than me. She said, okay, mom, I appreciate that. And that means sometimes I'm going to have to try things my own way. And I want to make you proud. So I'm not trying to disrespect you. I'm not trying to be different than you. But just like you want me to, I'm trying to be better than you. Mm. And then give them that compliment and that thanks. So if you say this with love and genuineness, that's a connection. You're not telling them, like, I can be better than you. I've talked to lots of parents. I've never heard a parent that says, I want my kid to be just like me. That's insane. I don't want my kids to be just You want your kids to be just like you? Nope. Better. I don't want my... He's like, well, you know. Yeah, I kind of do. How you are right now. Well, well, what we're saying right now is like very, very important. And what y'all mentioned is really good. But then I'm going to talk from me as I have an 11-year-old and I have a 3-year-old. And I'm going to talk from my perspective of what I feel about crossing boundaries. Because for me, I'll take the doors off off the wall. I don't care. It don't bother me. Like It's like there's no no (laughs) No privacy in my house. I don't care. It's like that's how I operate. But to understand the boundaries and as y'all being teenagers and me talking from a parent's perspective, I want you to understand that when you start showing responsibility and when you start making sure that you can show that you can move forward with things without me guiding you, then I'll start like, with my son, I start like letting off a little bit as in just showing me that you can be responsible, like waking up and like just my my 11 year old, just waking up in the morning and brushing your teeth and washing your face is very difficult for some reason. And I do not know why when (laughs) you have to wake up and get it done. But when my 11 year old is starting to do it, every day for five times a week and he's doing this five times straight i'm more like i give him a little bit more leeway of like okay i'm not going to wake up and hound him i'm not going to get behind him if i know that he's going to clean up his room and make up his bed before he walk out before i take him to school i'm way more relaxed and way more like okay cool you know so if you want your boundaries to be i guess open up a little bit more then you have to start like looking at yourself in the mirror and really like saying, am I responsible enough to let my mom and my dad to see that, hey, I'm doing right before we can even say anything? Because most of the time as parents, yeah. you know, most of the time as parents, we, the only reason that we say something to you or the only reason that we're like following you around or making sure you're doing your homework is because you have showed us differently multiple times yeah. and not just like a one-time thing. You have showed us multiple times when it's like, go to your room, and do your homework. Well, and that's why I made the comment too that parents remember things from years ago. Yeah, exactly. T- teenagers are like two months. That was like a year ago. Yeah, see, so 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 like my son, another example that I will use, and maybe y'all have been in the same boat of doing homework again on a Monday. I explained to him, hey, I need you to get your homework done as soon as you walk in the house. He said, cool, I'm gonna get it done. Uh, he goes to his room. I give him about 30 minutes. I walk past his room. He's up beside there messing around with a toy that he found that he felt like he wanted to get done. I'm like, hey, have you did your homework? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm about to do it right now. All right, that's Monday. Okay, so Tuesday, same thing. Same thing. Hey, you got homework to do. I want you to just do your homework. He said, okay, cool. I'm going to do it. I walk past the room. I gave my hour this time. I walk past the room. He's up beside there trying to figure out how to take out batteries out of a toy to put some toy, put some new batteries up beside there. And I'm like, have you did your homework? Well, I did most of it, but I was just taking a break. Okay, see, so now y'all talking about boundaries that y'all want us as parents to respect. If my son would have made sure to do his homework on Monday and Tuesday, Wednesday, I would have gave him a little bit of a free day of like, hey, you can do it when you feel like it. But guess what? On Wednesday, I was on top of him. I'm like, walk, I'm in the room with him, sitting there as he's doing his homework. And he's like, dad, why do you have to stand here? Why do you have to sit here? I'm like, dude, you messed up on Monday and Tuesday. So, so, so check this out. <laughs> for, for you teenagers, to sum up, summarize what you just said, 
negotiate and make deals. Because if you go to your parents, remember, good, a good, sometimes best defense, good offense. If you go to your parent, trust me, a lot of teenagers don't do this. It's called negotiation. If you go to your parents and say, listen, I'll tell you what, I know in the past I didn't clean up my room. I didn't do my homework, didn't do these things. However, I'll make you a deal. If I can do it for a week straight or like just like four or five days and I do all these things, well then you consider to let me do it on my own instead of, you know, keep on having to talk to me about it. Make deals with your parents to break away from them, not break away from the relationship, but so that you can start getting some of your own freedom. Because as you get older, you guys are going to need more freedom. Like that's part of the game.